Be God conscious and stay away and protect yourselves from shaitan and stay away from the plots of shaitan and protect yourselves from the whispers and the waswas of shaitan and know وَاعْلَمُوا أَنَّ الشَّيْطَانَ لَكُمْ فَاتَّخِذُوهُ And know my beloved brothers in Islam that shaitan is an open enemy. So take shaitan as an open enemy. وَاعْلَمُوا and know that shaitan he calls people to his groupings. He calls people to follow in his footsteps. He calls people to follow his armies. And this is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in various places in the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala He advises and He commands the Muslims that they should seek the protection of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from shaitan. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he sent down the Mu'awwadatain. He sent down other verses where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks and He orders the Muslim males and females that they should seek the protection of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala against shaitan. O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, shaitan, he has two ways of influencing and entering the life of a believer. So shaitani might affect the Muslim in two ways. Number one, through shubuhat, through doubts. And number two, through shahawat, through desires. As for the desires, as for shahawat, Shaitan, he sees that a Muslim, he's involved in sin. And this person, he persists in sin. And Shaitan sees that this person, he's disobeying Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Shaitan does not worry about him. 
Shaitan does not need to change him. Someone that is frequenting the gambling dens. Someone that is visiting the drug merchant. Someone that is going to the nightclub. Shaitan is not worried about him. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He warns us about shaitan. And He says, Ya ayyuhalladina amanu, O you who believe, udkhulu fi silmi kafa, wa la tattabi'u khutuwati shaitan. O you who believe, enter into Islam wholeheartedly. Not a Friday Muslim. Not a Ramadan Muslim. Not an Eid Muslim. But rather you enter into Islam wholeheartedly. And do not follow in the footsteps of Shaitan. As for the person that has Shubuhat, so this is point number two. As for the person that has Shubuhat, that has doubts, Shaitan, he looks for a Muslim that is firm on his deen and is obedient to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He attends the masjid. She wears a hijab. They fast in the month of Ramadan. They do the sunan fast. They are steadfast on the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this is where shaitan comes in. This is where shaitan needs to tap now. And what does he use? He uses shubuhat. He uses doubts. And shaitan, he will beautify these doubts. And through this person, they might find themselves falling into ghulu. Falling into religious extremism. And there is no doubt that shaitan will strive to mislead the ummah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Like we mentioned at the start, those people that are frequenting the places of evil, he has them already, he's won them. But as for those people that are religious, as for those people that are pious, this is shaitan's job. Shaitan's job is to come and to take you from your piousness. To take you from your religiousness. And what does he do? He maybe can, he cannot get you through music. He cannot get you through haram. But he starts bringing doubts. And this doubts often leads to what? To religious extremism. To ghulu. And there are many verses in the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. There are many ahadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that alludes to ghulu. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says, Ya ahlal kitab, O people of the book, la taghlu fi dinikum, wa la taqulu ala Allahi illa al-haq. Surah al-Nisa. O people of the book, yani the Jews and the Christians, do not exceed the limits in your religion, nor say of Allah, except that which is the truth. So this verse goes for us as well. Do not exceed, do not go to the limits with regards to your deen. 
The Prophet وسلم, he mentioned and he said, Iyakum wal ghulu, and beware of going to extremisms. Fa halaka, for indeed this extremes in the affairs of the religion, it destroyed those that came before you. And the Prophet وسلم, he says, they were destroyed because they went into extremism with regards to their religious affairs. The Prophet وسلم, he said, Beware of the extremists, or beware, may the extremists perish. This hadith is found in the Sunan of Imam Abu Dawood, Rahimallahu Ta'ala. And the Prophet وسلم, he said, May the extremists be perished. May the extremists be perished. May the extremists be perished. So this is not something that we should be taking lightly. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he warned us against this. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he warns us against this. O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, this methodology and this manhaj of religious extremism, of ghulu, it is a path that only leads to destruction. It is a path that starts off as something small. It is a path that starts off with just maybe disliking something and then speaking to someone else about it. But what happens? It grows and it grows. And a perfect example to look at is the Khawarij. If one looks at this methodology of the Khawarij, then we see that they started in the time of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. As the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, many hadith, he warned us against them. And they might have started just with a certain way of thinking. In the time of Uthman radiallahu let us just start by protesting. This led to the murder of Uthman radiallahu an. It led to the, or they were behind the killing of Ali radiallahu an. And like this, they started off somewhere, but where did they end up? So this methodology of extremism, it knows low limits. It knows no limits. So you will start off at point A, but where do you? end up and the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he informs us in a hadith and listen to the words of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he says that shaitan every single morning he calls out to his army. He calls out to his army and he asks them, Who are you today are going to mislead a Muslim? And whoever of you misleads a Muslim today, you will get a crown. So what happens? So the first one goes, he comes out and he doesn't return until what? Until he 
makes a divorce, separation between a husband and wife. Shaitan doesn't give him the crown. Second one comes, or the second group, they come. And what do they do? They try to cause doubt between husband and wife. Not divorce, but doubt. The third one comes, what does he do? He comes and he says that he calls someone to commit zina. He still, he also doesn't get a crown. And then the last one, he comes. And he says that I caused someone to kill someone else. To murder someone else. So who gets the crown? He gets the crown at the end of the day. So ponder on this verse. This is what extremism does. This hadith explains that shaitan was not happy with divorce. He was not happy with arguments between husband and wife. He was not happy with the one that caused zina. He was not happy with the one that led Muslims astray. But he was happy with the one that caused bloodshed on this dunya. O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, this ideology, this extremist ideology, like we mentioned, it leads to violence and it leads to killing. It leads to the spilling of our Muslim brothers and sisters' blood. Take a look around us. Whether it's Syria, whether it was Libya, whether it's Afghanistan, whether it's Kashmir as well to a certain degree, you will find that a lot of this bloodshed came from what? It came from this extremist ideology. And this manhaj of extremism, this methodology of ghulu, it is carried out in the name of islah. It is carried out in the name of correcting the affairs. Let us take to the streets. Let us correct the affairs of the ummah. Let us go on Facebook. Let us go on Twitter. Let us use social media to air our views. And what happens? If there's not a correct tarbiyah, if there's not a correct understanding, I take you back to how I started. Something small will just get bigger and bigger. And O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, one of the most important points that leads people to this extremism, one of the most important points that makes them follow this manhaj of being extreme and falling into the traps of the khawarij and any other group is the lack of education, the lack of Islamic knowledge. And we've seen it. When you sit with them and you speak to them and you ask them, who are your scholars? What books have you studied? What is your link with the ulama? Then you get funny answers. We don't sit with the scholars of dollars. We don't sit with scholars from a certain country. We don't sit with scholars that wears a certain garb. 
So who do you sit with? Where do you get your Islamic education from? We get it from Fulan and Allan. We get it from Facebook. We get it from Twitter. We get it from Instagram. How does one gain knowledge, a sacred knowledge, that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, Man salaka tariqan yaltamisu fihi ilman, sahalallahu lahu tariqan ilal jannah. That whosoever treads a path of knowledge, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes for him his path to Jannah easy. Just to sit and get it from Facebook. Just to sit and get it from Fulan and Allah. So where did you study from? And this is why Islam has the concept of Isnad. This is why Islam has the concept of Sanad. That I learned from my teacher, who learned from his teacher, who learned from his teacher, who learned from right up to the tabi'een, right up to the companions, from Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. As one of the salaf said, had it not been for this isnad, then every person would say what he wanted to say. And we see that today. My beloved brothers, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says in the Quran, فَاسْأَلُوا أَهْلَ الذِّكْرِ Ask those who know. Seek knowledge from the people of knowledge. My car is broken down. Someone has gotten sick. The person that is sick is not going to go to the mechanic. My car that's broken down, is not, I'm not going to go to the ICU unit. I go to the people of the field. But when it comes to Islamic knowledge, then everyone speaks. Every single person, he has an opinion. Every single person, this is what I want to say. They say in Arabic, man anta, who are you? Again, if there's no link between the ulama and the student, then there's a problem. My beloved brothers in Islam, if there's no link between yourselves and scholars or students of knowledge, then there's a problem. You want to correct the affairs of the world. You want to correct the affairs of the whole world by sitting behind a keyboard, by just sending messages. Go out and go learn the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Sit at the feet of the ulama. And you will see that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will bless you. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will grant you beneficial knowledge. أقول هذا قول واستغفر الله لي ولكم ولسائر المسلمين من كل ذنب فاستغفروا إنه هو الغفور الرحيم الحمد لله العظيم الإحسان واسع الفضل والجود والامتنان وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين وسلم تسليما كثيرا أما بعد أيها المؤمنون عباد الله اتقوا الله تعالى أو سليز الله سبحانه وتعالى في الله سبحانه وتعالى وتعاونوا على البر والتقوى 
and assist one another in good and righteousness. And do not assist one another in sin and those things that are wrong. And upon us is to follow the jama'ah of the Muslims. For indeed the hand of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is with the jama'ah. And the person that is on his own or the person that is following his desires is in the fire of Jahannam. And know that the best and the most truthful of speeches is that speech of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the best of guidance is that guidance of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And the worst of matters is that of innovations. For all innovations leads to ignorance and all ignorance leads to the fire of Jahannam. My beloved brothers, seeking knowledge, it is compulsory on every believing male and female. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said that the seeking of knowledge is compulsory on every Muslim. And we find that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as well as Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he emphasized and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as well in the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he emphasized the importance of knowledge. O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala be cautious, be cautious where you take your knowledge from. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he warned us and he said at the end of times, they will be ignorant worshippers and corrupt scholars. Again, if you want the understanding of this hadith, then you sit with the ulama of Ahlu Sunnah. Then you sit with the ulama that are upon the Sunnah. You sit with ulama that have studied, ulama that links themselves to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and this legacy. Of Islam. وصلوا وسلموا راعكم الله على محمد بن عبد الله كما أمركم الله ذلك فقال إن الله ملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما قال الله صلى الله عليه وسلم من صلى علي صلاة صلى الله عليها بعشرة اللهم صل على محمد اللهم 